campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Hello. Thank you for joining us. It's Immature History. We're going to read you Wikipedia or Wikipedia-like articles about weird things that have happened in history. Are you ready? I personally am ready. Great. Well, that's all that matters. Let's go. (laughs) And I will say mine is from Wikipedia. (gasps) Same. Ah, oh, love a, a throwback. Yeah, a throwback. <laughs> I'm not going to read to you the title of it though, because okay. I just need to fully um, immerse you into what's happening. Oh, okay, great. Take me there. Okay, George H. W. Bush served as the 41st president of the United States from 1989 to 1993. During his presidency, he frequently mentioned his distaste for broccoli. Rude. I was okay. Here's the thing. Do you know where I thought this was going to go? No, uh, which is, this is a really great, um, insight into like association because Uh when you say George Bush, um, I assume it's that time that someone threw a shoe at him. The the best, honestly, such a funny situation. That's an article for another day. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh. Um, The first mention was made in March of 1990 when Bush joked that the workers in the Office of Personnel Management would get their merit pay in broccoli. (laughs) So rude. Uh, Soon after, U.S. News and World Report reported a story stating that Bush had banned broccoli from Air Force One. Oh my God. What a baby. I know. On March 22nd, when asked if he had lost the broccoli boat, Bush said, (laughs) quote, I do not like broccoli and I haven't liked it since I was a little kid and my mother made me eat it and I'm the president of the United States and I'm not going to eat any more broccoli. This is so Sam I am. Yeah. And also just like throwing a temper tantrum as the president is. Broccoli. Um, for the broccoli vote out there, Barbara loves broccoli. She tried to make me eat it. She eats it all the time herself. So she can go out and beat the caravan of broccoli that's coming in from Washington. (laughs) That's why they call her broccoli Barb. (laughs) That's right. That's exactly (laughs) why they call her that. That's her street name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, in response, the broccoli growers of California, who produced over 90% of America's broccoli, pledged to to send several trucks of the vegetable to the White House. Uh, George Dunlop, the president of the Fresh Fruit and Vegetable Association, gave First Lady Barbara Bush a bouquet of broccoli and an additional 10 tons of of the vegetable in trucks. Okay, I'd be thrilled. I love broccoli. I also love broccoli. I love it. It's so good, dude. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> Roasted broccoli is probably one of my like top five favorite foods. It's yeah. so good. It's just actually, the there's no way it's top five, but it's, it's you know, <laughs> one that I really like. I'm just, I just remembered like chocolate and stuff. Yeah. Fried but... chicken. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's one of I my just top... remembered chocolate. <laughs> It's one of my top five vegetables. (laughs) Um, A few days later, 
Bush hosted a state dinner to honor. God damn it. I looked up how to say this name and I have (laughs) forgotten it to honor broccoli. (laughs) No, I'm going to say Tadeus Mazowiecki, the prime minister of Poland. I definitely butchered that. Sorry, Poland. Sorry. Love you guys. Um, I have pierogies in my freezer right now, so don't come for me. I would smash a pierogi right now. I've never had one. I've <laughs> what? What? I have never. Then what are had... they doing in your freezer? Well, I went to Jungle Gyms the other night, okay. and I was like, I've never had a pierogi, and so we bought some, and I just haven't made them yet. So, but I will, and I'll report back. Please do. I'm very invested. Uh, yeah, same. Um, journalists noted that there was no broccoli on the menu as the tons of broccoli <laughs> given to the first family had been donated to the capital area food bank. Uh, Bush contrasted Poland's protest against totalitarianism with his rebellion against broccoli. <laughs> so stupid. Does he not have more important things to do right now? No, then, I mean, then go on the record. Yeah, the late broccoli. 80s, early 90s were just obviously blissful. <laughs> and you just wow, this to... whole time I've been um picturing Bush senior or junior, I mean. Mm. I get those two confused. It's hard. He's so magnanimous. It's like you forget that yeah. there's the other one. They're the same. Only <laughs> only junior, I think, got a shoe thrown at him. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, following Bush's comments, broccoli saw an increase in popularity with its sale rising by 10%. A supermarket sales director told the Los Angeles Times that, quote, broccoli has never enjoyed so much pu- publicity. Until this podcast. Until <laughs> right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Our first sponsor is Broccoli. You can go to Broccoli.com, put in the code. Slash the museum (laughs) Broccoli.com. Oh my gosh. Um, Bush's speech on Broccoli was seen as out of touch with most Americans. It was becoming popular in the United States and had been referred by Gary Lucier of the Department of Agriculture as the vegetable of the 80s. I mean, dedicating a vegetable to a a decade. (laughs) Incredible. Amazing. (laughs) Now that's what I call broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in the 80s is like, yeah, tinged by broccoli. We love to see it. Um, consumption of broccoli had doubled in that decade, increasing from an annual average of three pounds per person in 1980 to 6.8 pounds per person in 1988. Wow. Look at George Bush helping the public. Big, big decade for broccoli. I'm telling you. Big decade for broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because of Bush's comments, broccoli was frequently referred to as a political vegetable. <laughs> Stop. Hi, yes, I'm from the cruciferous party. 
Yeah, I would say honestly that Mitch McConnell is a political vegetable. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, potentially your best joke of all time. Thank you. It literally just came to me. (laughs) That is so good. It was not rehearsed. You know that my favorite jokes involve dunking on Mitch McConnell and (laughs) vegetables. Yeah, always. It's the perfect marriage, really. (laughs) Um, When asked about the effect of Bush's comments on children... I don't know what his comments were on children. (laughs) I'm realizing, I don't know what he said. No, it sounds like, you know, did children start to revolt against broccoli more because he said a bunch of shit. He talked shit about broccoli. I see. Yes, you're right. Because the rest (laughs) of the sentence will confirm that. (laughs) When asked about the effect of Bush's comments on children, Barbara Bush replied that, quote, he ate broccoli until he was 60. Tell them to eat it until they're 60. <laughs> what? That's okay. And them. then just stop. Yeah. Just stop and eating it. And then you can become president. I'd like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I mean, Trump only ate McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bush Bush's anti-broccoli comments were later criticized and opened up a nationwide debate on Bush's eating habits, in particular, his fondness for unhealthy foods such as beef jerky. Is beef jerky unhealthy? Uh, I mean, if you're a cow, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) If you have dentures, maybe. (laughs) But I don't I don't feel like it's like canonically junk food yeah it's I mean worst junk food of all time if it is yeah (laughs) yeah it's like not (laughs) it's junk food but remove the fun yeah and replace it with leather (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah um so Michael F. Jacobson executive director of the Center for Science in the Public Interest referred to Bush's statements as, quote, a stupid joke that undermines a serious effort to promote better nutrition. I mean, okay, not far be it from me to ever come to George Bush's defense. However, however, (laughs) however, I think there is, (laughs) I think there is a powerful lesson in, you know, teaching people that like you don't have to eat foods you don't like that's right and, and like you also really you don't just, you can literally just simply say no to things yeah it doesn't have to be a big deal if you don't like yeah, it doesn't have to be a big deal <laughs> I mean, to have a whole wikipedia page on it is insane <laughs> campbell soup company and woman's day magazine organized a recipe contest titled how to get President Bush to eat broccoli. The winner received $7,500. Okay. <laughs> uh, Eric Ostermeyer, a researcher at the Humphrey School of Public Affairs, recorded 70 instances where Bush had mentioned his hatred of the vegetable during his presidency. Here's the thing. That is in no way relevant to anything to do with the presidency. 
So many times. Why would he, what is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? It sounds like he gave the the public no choice but to comment on it. Yeah. Like he's really laying it on. Yeah, thick. like he protests too much. I think he had a broccoli fetish. <laughs> The first of its kind. <laughs> There's no way anyone else has ever had a broccoli fetish. <laughs> a real trailblazer in that regard. Yeah. 70 um, times. It's, it's too many. Stupid. It's too many. In May 1991, Bush's thyroid condition was diagnosed to be Graves' disease. It led many Americans to write letters to Bush insisting that he eat more broccoli due to its health benefits. How rude is that? Oh, my. First Imagine- of all, just tweet him. <laughs> letter writing power. is so embarrassing. Um, yeah. yeah, that's so rude. Oh, that's giving- so fucking rude. <laughs> giving like... Funny, it's like- but rude. <laughs> Oh, you have a disease. I'm going to give you my layman's advice for how to fix it. Eat broccoli, dude. I mean, come on. (laughs) That's so rude. The veggie tails are just like, not my president. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were all for Clinton. I don't know. Maybe it's a... You know, VeggieTales politics is a is another is another. It's podcast. tough. Yeah, we'll have to dive into that another time. It's uh, I would love to do a podcast all about VeggieTales. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Where we go through every episode. <laughs> Please, no one would listen. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be a bunch of like Bible school teachers who are just like so confused. Yeah, like, this is what I wanted a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um Hillary Clinton and Tipper Gore, wives of Democratic nominees for president and vice president Bill Clinton and Al Gore, were seen holding a sign which stated, "Let's put broccoli in the White House again." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Just simmer down. Simmer yeah, down, everyone. Let's chill. Uh, in 2001, Bush's son and 43rd president, George W. Bush, received substantial media attention after he gave a thumbs down to broccoli on a state visit to Mexico. Mexico's president, uh, Vicente, Vicente, is that how you say that name? Probably. Sure. Vicente Fox was a keen broccoli grower. <laughs> Whoops. Obviously offended him. Yikes. At an anti-obesity event for children in 2013, right? Uh, Broccoli Obama. Oops. I meant to say Broccoli. (laughs) The worst Freudian slip of all time. (laughs) I know. It's, uh, it was so obviously a rehearsal. Broccoli Obama. (laughs) Um, broccoli Obama announced that his favorite food was broccoli. <laughs> but, sorry, that is what? His favorite food was broccoli. Okay. I respect. Sure. And it's in the name. 
Yeah, (laughs) it's right. It's literally his first name. (laughs) These remarks were contrasted with those of Bush. However, many questioned the veracity of his comments. Comedy Central tweeted, quote, Obama tells kid journalist his favorite food is broccoli and his favorite activity is lying to children. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He had also been seen eating junk food, burgers and hot dogs throughout the campaign trail. I mean, they are not mutually exclusive. (laughs) Yeah. If broccoli is your favorite food, did you know that you can never eat anything else? You have. Yeah, you are. (laughs) You are legally wed to broccoli. (laughs) Yeah, betrothed. (laughs) (laughs) After leaving uh, the office, Bush occasionally mentioned his dislike of broccoli. George W. Bush mentioned his father's dislike of broccoli in a eulogy at his 2018 funeral. Oh my God. Surely he did other things, you know, like imagine that the president. (laughs) I mean, and also personality. Yeah. How pissed would you be if you're, if you were notoriously, if you famously hated a specific food and it got airtime at your funeral, I would be fucking pissed. So rude. Yeah. Don't even say broccoli. If anyone says the word mustard at my funeral, I will haunt you so hard. Same here with olives. Like I will literally haunt you. Fuck olives, dude. No one named Olivia is allowed to come to my funeral. (laughs) Yeah. Olive oil is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. So that was the George H.W. Bush broccoli comments. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shouts out to our fellow taxpayers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And shouts out to broccoli. Um, I yeah, love that to broccoli cruciferous vegetable. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Speaking of world leaders. Okay. Great day. I'm going to tell you about the Hitler teapot. <laughs> okay. Cool. Can't wait. <laughs> oh no. Um, okay. Also from Wikipedia, the Hitler teapot, also called the Hitler tea kettle, officially the bells and whistles, stainless steel tea kettle. Okay. <laughs> too long of a title. <laughs> too long of a name. Just call it Hitler. Uh, right. <laughs> don't call it Hitler. Was a stainless steel kettle sold in 2013 by the American retailer and department store chain, JC Penny. Of course. It attracted Jesus Christ, atten- Penny. Jesus Christ. god damn it Uh, it attracted attention on social media due to its perceived resemblance to adolf hitler oh no how is that possible (laughs) where does the mustache go oh oh i'll show you i'm gonna show you my screen for a second okay great it's so good It literally looks like Hitler. <laughs> I mean, so embarrassing for them. Um, so, so good. This Wikipedia article, um, you'll have to look it up because it's like, you know, on the right hand side, they have the images or whatever. And so it shows that tea kettle and then it shows Hitler like hiling. Oh, no. Funny. Um, okay. Uh, the kettle was designed by the American architect and designer Michael Graves as part of a collection of products for JCPenney. It first attracted attention in t- 
so stupid. It first attracted attention in May 2013 when a photograph of a billboard advertising the product. First of all, this is like Market Insights 101. Why are tea kettle buyers, you know, like what makes you think that they would respond to billboards? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you shelling out the money for a billboard for a single fucking tea kettle? And it also makes me think they knew what it looked like. Yeah. They were trying to stir up some attention. Probably. But what do I know? Um, Okay. So a photograph of a billboard advertising the product on Interstate 405 in Culver City, California was posted online and internet users, especially of the social news aggregator Reddit, Mm -hmm. friends, Mm -hmm. noted the kettle's perceived resemblance to Adolf Hitler, the dictator of Germany from 1933 to 1945. It's the same Hitler, don't worry. Uh, The kettle's design incorporated a black handle and lid top that many users interpreted to look like Hitler's parted hairstyle and toothbrush mustache, as well as a spout that was thought to resemble a right arm raised in a Nazi salute. (laughs) So stupid. In a poll of KPCC readers, whatever that is, roughly 31% thought it resembled the dictator, while roughly 25% thought it did not. Um, Which, again, that only makes up 56%. So I have questions. (laughs) Yeah. A whole list of questions. (laughs) Weird that... Weird that um, a study about a teapot that may or may not look like Hitler may not be entirely correct in their methodology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Due to the media attention, the kettle sold out at JCPenney's stores red flag yeah come all on over the place jesus christ with some uh so some of the ones that sold out later reappeared on ebay priced as high as 199 us dollars much higher oh than the original retail price of 40 40 is too much for a tea kettle yeah don't spend 40 dollars on a tea kettle guys The company also removed the billboard that sparked the initial heightened interest in the product and said that any resemblance of the kettle to Hitler was unintentional, stating in a tweet, Mm -hmm. quote, if we designed the kettle to look like something, we would have gone with a snowman. What? What? Why not just a a tea kettle? (laughs) Why? Why is it either Hitler or snowman? There is no in between. (laughs) No, (laughs) everything is either team Hitler or team snowman. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) Um, The Hitler teapot (laughs) has been cited as an example of pareidolia, a phenomenon in which individuals perceive meaningful images or patterns in otherwise random formations. Mm-hmm. Writing in the uh, Haaretz, an Italian or an, an Israeli newspaper, uh, Gabriel Rosenfeld characterized the popularity of the Hitler teapot as being part of a wider phenomenon of quote Hitlerization and Hitler memes. Sure. Um, yeah, and that so that's the end of the article. But <laughs> oh no, um, there's the like see also section, and uh-huh. so there's one that's like. Adolf Hitler in popular culture. Um, but then there's the Wikipedia page for cats that look like Hitler. Sure. <laughs> With the little mustache. The little mustache. Those poor cats. They didn't do anything. 
They didn't, you guys. They were not the leader of Germany during the 1940s. They were not. They were not. They were not. If only they had been. Yeah. Um, however, this yeah, this article does say that they're often referred to as Kittlers. <laughs> Come on. These poor guys. Stop making things that rhyme with Hitler cute. Yeah. <laughs> Please. That was amazing. Oh, Thank you so much for blessing me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Look campers. at all these world leaders in our kitchen. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of cooks in the kitchen <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, campers go eat some broccoli. Okay. Yeah. Even if you don't like tea. it, force it down your throat. You need it. Yep. You need it. You There's need anything it. that George H.W. Bush's constituents have taught us is that you need it. You need it. And we will see you all next time. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.